0: Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Yay! I am so glad that you are listening today because I have a very special message. I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker, trainer, international speaker, three-time best-selling author, podcaster, YouTuber, TikToker, you name it. It's out there. But today, my topic for you is something a little different. And that is intuitively speaking. That's right. Intuitively speaking, I am going to teach you how to speak from the gut. That's right. So think about it for a moment. Follow your instincts while speaking, and you will make a bigger impact on your audience. That's right. That's the secret sauce. Follow your instincts. Follow your gut. Follow your hunches. When you speak. And you will make a bigger impact on your audience. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Now, this is advanced information. I still want you to take notes, though. Pull over your car if you're driving, whatever you're doing, and take some notes. Because this will create that million-dollar speech that you have been working on and trying to create this might just be the missing piece, the missing link. And again, what I call the secret sauce. So let's talk about intuitively speaking. So what is it? Uh, Okay. So a quick, simple definition or explanation is that it it's, it's listening to your gut, listening to your intuition, listening to your instincts when you're on stage. Now, that might sound easy. You might go, well, that's easy, RV, right? No, it isn't. Because so many speakers, they rehearse so much that they are bound and determined to do it exactly like they rehearsed it. Or they're still nursing their notes, And they cannot break themselves of their notes. And again, PowerPoint is a form of notes. So you need to be willing to break away from maybe how you've always done it in the past or how you've rehearsed it in order to let that intuition come in. The other thing you need to do is know your script so well, know your message so well, know your speech inside and out, backwards, frontwards, sideways, that you become the script. You become the script. You're like on autopilot. So that when you get that instinct that comes through, when you get that feeling, that thought, that that gut feeling, you can go with it without losing your place, losing your beat, or getting off track or deer in the headlights and all that stuff that can happen to you. It will not derail you. Believe me. So you need to practice so much, which I say one, one hour for every two minutes of presentation. One hour for every two minutes. So that means just cut it in half. People go, oh, well, I can't add that. No, you just take your speech and divide it, right? So if you have a 30-minute speech, that means 15 hours. If you have a 10-minute speech, that means five hours of practice. Now, that is the minimum. And you will hear me say that on these podcasts over and over and over because practice and rehearsal is key to becoming a million-dollar speaker. You practice so much that you push through to the other side. And nobody even knows you've practiced. They think it's, oh, so natural. You're just a natural speaker. There is no such thing as a natural speaker. There's no such thing. There is only trained speakers and speakers that rehearse their speech. That is it. All right. So intuitively speaking, let me give you an example. So that's the definition. Let me give you an example. So one day I am speaking on a big stage in a big big place, right, on a huge stage, and it has a huge PowerPoint screen in the middle of the stage, and they had told me that they expected 150 people, right? So they're going to need a big screen. They're going to need that big stage. Well, I was there the whole day, which is what I do as a speaker. I don't blow in and blow out like some. I want to get to know the audience. I want to get to know what the other speakers are sharing with them so I can add that to my speech if it's relevant. So I'm always there the whole day. So I'm there the whole day, and they never did have 150 people. They might add 60 at one point, maybe 65 But it dwindled down to by the time I spoke in the afternoon, it was about 50. Now, this was a big auditorium, lots of chairs, lots of space. And of course, all the audience was was distributed, you know, throughout the space. So I looked around and I knew immediately, instinctively, I knew this is not going to fly. Even though the other speakers continued to use their PowerPoint on stage. That's not the kind of presentation that I wanted to give. So I threw away my PowerPoint. I didn't even stand on stage. It was a high stage. Instead, I came down to the floor where the audience was, and I invited them to come up and sit in the first couple of role, rows near me. I didn't even use a microphone that day. I wanted to have an intimate experience. I wanted to get to know them and I wanted them to get to know me. And that was the right thing to do. I followed my instincts. I followed my intuition. And they appreciated it and actually bought from me because I was up close and personal. So important to follow those intuitive impulses. And you have to act on them immediately. You can't like wait and go, well, I'll see what's going on. No, you've got an instant, bam, to respond, to act, to move, to adjust. You have to do it immediately within seconds. All right? there's That's one form, right? It was the place. And that's happened to me many times. There was another time where I'm speaking in Las Vegas. I'm at the Rio Hotel. Once again, they expected 200 people. They had a speaker lineup like you wouldn't believe. Every speaker, headliner was there. And I'll name a few names so you know what I mean. But there was Marshall Silver. There was Bill Walsh. There was the late Bernie Dorman. I mean, the list. Just went on and on and on. Oh, one of my favorites was Tommy Hopkins. Remember Tommy Hopkins? What a nice guy he is. He wrote the book on selling real estate like years and years ago. Well, he teaches sales now. And he's just a delight, a sweetheart, great speaker, all of it. I mean, just a sweetheart. Anyway, so here I am on this big stage. And of course, all the heavy hitters went first. <clears throat> and then I get on stage. And again, it's a big room. It's a small group. And once again, I invited the group and I did stay on stage. But once again, I invited them up to be intimate. But here's what was different people were in the back and they were talking loud i mean it was a big room and i could hear them it was very disruptive and my instincts told me to say something right not let it go so i in the kindest sweetest tone of voice said excuse me excuse me people in the back of the room excuse me can i have your attention and they gave me their attention and i simply said I'm wondering if you could give us the same respect that we gave you. And that's all I said. They walked out of the room and the audience cheered. Yay! Because I took care of them. Again, follow your intuition, follow your instincts, your hunches, and do it immediately. But again, You can't always do that if you're not the script. If you haven't become the script, which is beyond memorization, it's when it's on autopilot and you know. Now, another way that instincts can kick in, and this is really important, is when you're in an audience, you're sharing your presentation, you're sharing your message, And all of a sudden, you get this instinct that you need to share a particular story that maybe you weren't planning on telling, but that there's someone in the audience that needs to hear that story, that needs to hear that message. You can only do that if you're already the script, if you've become the script. You can insert a story. You can insert an example. You can insert anything you want if you already know the script. And so that's the beauty is you're going to help someone. It's, It's a story somebody in there needed to hear. Now, you can start out by saying, I wasn't planning on sharing this story, but someone in here needs to hear it. You can say that outright. That's perfectly fine. Or you can just launch into the story, either one. But what's important is for you to share that story. And again, not have it derail your speech. How do you not derail your speech? By becoming the script. How do you become the script? By practicing at least one hour for every two minutes of speech. That's how you become the script. All right. So. Another way that your instincts will talk to you is the close, is the close. So years ago, I used to put on this event called Speak Your Way to Wealth. Maybe some of you have heard of it. And we had a nice run for about six years. And then, and it was a multi-speaker event. And then I did an offshoot called Market Your Way to Wealth. And I invited some of the top internet marketers out there one of them at the time now this is probably a good i'm going to say a good 20 years ago almost maybe not quite 20 years but 18 17 years ago and there's a a guy very well known and his name was matt basak and he was an internet marketer and i'll never forget when he came into the room when we were uh getting ready for the day and he had shorts on and he had a nice silk shirt on. And I said to him, now I had seen him on stage speaking at other people's events, but I never had a conversation yet with him. And so I, um, I asked him, I said, now you're a millionaire, right? And he said, multi, <laughs> you know? I'm like, Oh, okay. Multi. Anyway, he, Came downstairs, he was staying at the hotel, and he noticed that one of our other speakers, who's real big in internet marketing, his name was is Michael Wu. I don't know if you've heard that name before, Michael Wu. And he was giving an offer that was very similar to what Matt was going to do. Same price, same kind of offer. And so Matt adjusted his offer. And he told us this later. We didn't know ahead of time, but he knew that it was not good to have the same offer, that he would not, that he would lose and so would the audience. So he on the fly adjusted his offer. And of course, both him and Mike Wu were the top sellers for the day. So sometimes, I mean, that's going to happen to you where you've planned on an offer, you've brought in your forms, you've got it all down, and you might have to change it. Now, when does this happen? Oftentimes it happens if the audience, I mean, in this case, it was another speaker had a similar offer, but that's not always the reason. Very seldom is that the reason you would change your offer. As a matter of fact, some of the popular reasons are number one, you don't have a big audience, and so selling a two thousand dollar program no longer makes sense. <laughs> you know, so that is when you might have to switch and reduce your offer to a less expensive offer, or sometimes maybe even a free offer. You could do a free offer where you get them into a free workshop, and at least you have a candid audience, and then you can upsell them to a two thousand dollar program. So that's one reason. Another reason to change your off offer not just not enough people, but if you got your if your time was cut, and this happens all the time in the speaking world. I'm not going to kid you. You might you might have. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then all of a sudden, because other speakers have stole time and gone over, then your time gets cut. And that has happened. Because the organizer simply wants to stay on time for the audience. So something has to go. Or it could become later and later and later, and people will leave anyway. So if your time is cut, especially drastically, you don't have enough time to sell A big offer. The bigger the offer, the longer time it takes to sell from the stage. The shorter the offer, the less expensive it is. The shorter the time, the less expensive it is. Now, there are exceptions to the rule, right? There are speakers out there that can sell, you know ice cream to an Eskimo in five minutes. But most of us cannot. Most of us have to love on our audience, build rapport, give them value, seed along the way, and a lot of different techniques in selling. So unless you're one of those unique that can sell, you know, uh, ice cream in a blizzard, then um, you need more time. So that's another reason that you might change your offer. But again, your instincts will tell you, you'll know. So follow them because what would be worse is for you not to listen to them and do what you practiced or do what you're gonna do and hunker down, use that PowerPoint, use that same offer. Everybody's gonna lose, you're gonna lose anyway. Oh, well that's the way I always practice. No, you need to be flexible. And the way to be flexible is to practice more and become the script. So always listen to your intuition and always act on it immediately. And that's how you can become a million-dollar speaker. All right? So I hope you like the lesson today. Again, this is advanced information. Intuitive speaking. And I'm done immediately. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.